صحت مجنون مجنون مفنون خايب سايب لايب يا قلبي دلم 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 Welcome to the Bayat Beat Season 3. This is the podcast where we analyze the tragic comedy known as the human experience. I'm your host, MC Devi, and I'm joined by my co-host and mother, the Reverend Summer El Bayati. Hey! If you're tuning in for the first time, the music you are listening to is by my grandfather, Sadun El Bayati. And yeah, welcome to Season 3, everybody. Uh, we got a different setup. Everything is, is going well. We've, uh, we've taken hiatus for a long time. Last time we did a podcast was May, 2021. Ah. Um, and there's a couple of reasons for that. There's a couple of reasons for that. Um, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Honestly, um, we need to figure out some things. Yeah, and we relocated. Relocated. We moved houses, but honestly, podcasting was feeling like a chore for me, especially because the setup was, uh, you know, <laughs> not giving ideal. me a headache. Yes, and we did that for twenty-five episodes and and two three years. So we got a totally new setup. It's expensive, but it is better. And and it won't give you a headache. It won't give me a headache. So that we hopefully. can podcast more. If you're tuning in for the first time, again, you can find my Instagram at DevonACData. And then you'll be tuning in and know when there's new episodes and stuff. Other than, of course, Spotify or Apple Podcasts letting you know. So there's a lot of crazy stuff happening in the world, isn't there? yeah 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 think yeah so it looks like russia has decided to invade ukraine which was sort of expected for me mm. honestly and I, th- I think most people expected it to happen uh because they annexed crimea in 2014 which is a peninsula I know people just kind of talk and and assume that, oh, everybody knows the geography of things, but Crimea is a peninsula. It was majority ethnically Russian. I'm going to say ethnically Russian in quotes. Um, So Russia sort of sent troops in that were unmarked troops. People didn't really know what was going on. They thought it was Ukrainian military, and they just kind of took it over. And basically what's happened there for the past eight years in Crimea specifically is the Ukrainian government has decided to sort of cut off water and they sort of, because a lot of Crimea got all of its sort of 
power and water from Ukraine. So you could say, oh, it's ethnically Russian and stuff like that. But at the same time, they got all of their stuff from Ukraine and it's costing like Russia four billion, what, a month, a year or something just to hold that territory. So Mm. when they did that, they sort of started a separatist conflict in the Donbass region, which is the east of Ukraine, which is just east Ukraine. So Crimea is in the south. And that sort of over that eight years, 14,000 people have died. And this year, Putin has decided to send troops in. And we've sort of gone into a mess. Yeah. For those that that don't know what's happening. And now I think... I think I read today that there are at least a million refugees one yeah 1.3 million wow and it, uh by the way if i sound weird it's because uh i have invisalign in because my teeth need straightening and uh and then i'm gonna sound weird probably next time yeah. me because i will have it so as if well. i have a, a little bit of a, a <laughs> lisp uh that's the reason why but we also have a soundboard which i forgot to mention so you'll hear sound effects Ooh. uh you know. Ooh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You'll hear some of my favorite <laughs> memes and uh, sound effects and everything is sort of, you know. It's happening. It's happening bigly. Everything's <laughs> happening pretty bigly right now. So. Yeah. So we're going to have fun with this new soundboard and hopefully it will, it will uh, be good for Devin in terms of not a headache. We don't want to create headaches. We mm-hmm. want to create um, love. So that's the pretext for Ukraine's invasion. Now let me try and explain some of the other stuff. Putin gave a huge speech, which he his justification for invading Ukraine is there are... Hold on, let me turn this mic down. There are Nazis in ukraine and yes there is nazis in the ukrainian military maybe like 600 they're called the azov battalion and there's a couple other battalions but what was funny and ironic about his speech is he's like he gave a blood and soil speech which is like what hitler gave right Mm. and it's like blood and soil right it's it's my land and so i'm gonna go in there and uh, take it yeah, it's it's basically a Nazi argument for wanting to denazify Ukraine, which is just stupid. It's not even an argument because they have Nazis in their military, like the Wagner group or whatever is a Nazi group in their military. We have Nazis in our military. It's just the thing with us and the thing with Russia is we choose to ignore that fact where Ukraine is just like kind of open about it. Like, yeah, we have... It's a problem, but they're here. It's a problem <laughs> all over the world. I mean, fascism is becoming a big problem in our yeah. world. Big. Talk and about bigly. Yeah. It's happening. It's happening bigly. Absolutely. Yeah. There it is. Y'all. And, uh, and, you know, it's basically fascist Putin going in there and, and doing what he's doing. Now, it's been sort of 12 days since invasion has started. 
maybe a little more depending on when you decided the invasions. But officially, it's been 12 days. Oops, I just hit that. Um, and it's sort of been going well for the Ukrainians. Apparently, there's no Russian word for logistics. So they have been doing bad in that front. And we also gave the Ukrainians javelin missiles. And if you don't know what javelin missiles are, they're basically missiles that you can hold and are very accurate and will destroy tanks very easily. And when the invasion started, a lot of the Russian soldiers, you know, it was being found out that they were lied to and told they were just going to training camp or something and sort of just sent in and a lot of them not a lot but some of them have been deserting and uh there's just a lot going on and there's a lot to talk about recently what's been happening is there was like threat of another chernobyl happening because they got pushed back to the largest sort of Ukrainian forces got pushed back to the largest nuclear facility in Europe, which if it exploded, it would have been like 10 times worse than Chernobyl. Uh, so that's not good, but it seems to be fine now, which, yeah, makes Wasn't sense. Wasn't there like an attack or something on that facility? There wasn't an attack. No, they were fighting somewhere else the Russians and the Ukrainians, and the Ukrainians had to fall back to that facility. Mm. So that's what happened. That's what's been happening recently. There's also peace talks happening, and there's also been the problem with refugees, like, I guess, African refugees at the Polish border specifically have not Mm -hmm. been being allowed in. Now, it looks like the Hungarian border and the Slovakian border, they seem to be letting in uh, African refugees and, like, you know, non-white people. But I guess the the Polish border, I guess they're more racist. I don't know. I don't really understand what's happening there. Yeah, but that's coming out right now in the news, so. Yeah. But it just kind of shows the the double standard for, you know, we'll accept European refugees, but, you know, those dirty Muslims or those, you know, dirty Africans, we're not accepting them. Yeah. Yeah, Which is, yeah, (sighs) that's the reality of the world and many European countries, you know, they need to deal with their racism. racism. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. They do. And we sort of, we don't realize that in the U.S. because it's sort of a melting pot here. But, you know, we have our problems too. Yeah. But at least we, I think we accepted like what, 20,000 Afghan refugees, which isn't enough in my opinion, but. No, not enough at all. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. You want to say something or you want me to do all all the talking? You're giving sort of this wonderful Prelude. background. Yeah. yeah. And historically, you know, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert, but I think Kiev, 
um, has been around longer than Moscow. So, you know, Ukrainians as an ethnic group have been around longer, I think. I don't know. I, I didn't do much research into it, so I may be wrong. There's also the Rus Vikings, which were in Kiev. Mm. Yeah. So, so it's got some history. Yeah, I think the Ukrainians are the Cossacks. Now, Ukraine right now is the most accepting of Jewish people in Europe, mm. which is very interesting. And there's about 400,000 Jews living in Ukraine. Uh-huh. So one would wonder about this claim of Nazis. Hello. I know, right? <laughs> Sounds to me like maybe you're there's projecting a, lot of, a little bit. There's a lot of memes of like, you know, uh, sort of like, uh, Putin like looking in a window on a train and it's not his reflection it's Hitler Hitler's reflection mm-hmm. or there was one going around where Hitler was like tapping Putin as a child like tapping his head like good good boy you know mm-hmm. what I mean uh, it would be crazy I just had this thought a couple days ago like what if Putin is Hitler's like son or grandson or something Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or the reincarnation of Yeah, the reincarnation of him. Yeah. I just thought that would that would be, you know, interesting. But I'm I'm it's probably not the case. Or is it? <laughs> or <laughs> is it? You know, um I guess I guess what's sort of resonating for me is this idea of, you know, um we think, right? Like, oh, how come? How come nobody's going? You know, like, why? Why are they just doing sanctions? Why are we not doing more? Why are we sending them some, you know, some toys to use? You know, mm-hmm. in the military, and you know, I say that, you know, facetiously, toys, but you know what I mean. Lethal um, aid. They've been calling it in the news lethal aid. Yeah, they, they should just call, call it, it weapons. Yeah, like weapons. it's so stupid. Fucking libs. Okay, but sorry. but but the point being like you know people I'm I'm sure people don't understand you know um why why are we not doing more Okay th- let me explain Number 1 if we did more we sent troops to Ukraine troops not mercenary groups cuz mercenary groups and neo nazis right now are going into Ukraine and helping fight against mm-hmm. the Russians. So that's happening. Like American citizens are just yeah. doing it on their own. They're, I know. They're allowed to join and there are people that are doing that. Yeah. Even like British citizens are, are going to. Yeah. American citizens rushing over there. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, they're, they're war hungry and, you know, it, it's going to cause problems for us and for Ukraine later on. But. Despite that, uh, or you know, if we send military into Ukraine, we're gonna start World War Three. Is what's gonna happen? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, now, Ukraine should have been a NATO ally, but they were rejected for NATO membership. There's also the point that 
Ukraine used to have nukes. They had a ton of nukes. Mm. And the U.S., Great Britain, and the USSR, or not the USSR, Russia, in 1994 said, please give up your nukes and we'll give you sovereignty and we'll protect your sovereignty. So they're like, yeah, okay. They gave up their nukes and they gave it like to Russia, basically. And so there was sort of that agreement that, you know, the US and Britain would protect Ukraine. They haven't, you know, (laughs) right now. So that promise was not kept. And also Russia before Zelensky. Okay, so I probably should have went way back before Crimea. So Russia had a puppet governor in Ukraine that was just a pro-Russian president Mm -hmm. for Ukraine. Mm -hmm. There was something called, I think it was called the Orange Revolution, where the people revolted and they were, you know, sick of this guy and they overthrew him and he fled to Russia and they had democratic elections, I do believe. And a comedian by the name of Zelensky mm-hmm. was elected. Uh, and he's, you know, a very admirable guy. He's like staying in his country to fight, which, yeah, you know, no leader like Biden wouldn't do that. There's no way he'd go to Canada <laughs> and direct people from Canada go underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, it's it, you're right. It's very admirable, and and it and it's like whoa, like you know. I mean, we're used to we've had actors become president and governor, and well, you know, I think so it just says like something because experience that here, but it's like wow, because comedians are like the most honest in our society, right? So that says they a are. lot. And, you know, his approval rating was low. Huh. And then the war started and, it, and his approval rating went up to like 94%. Wow. But it was low like before the war. And then, and I mean, now it's high. So, you know. That's really like 94%. That's high. That's, that's really high, high now. Like, I don't think we've ever seen that. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty unheard of. But, you know, during wartime, that, you know, of course. And if they're not a dictator, which they're clearly not. And, you know, just like looking at uh, the army ads Mm -hmm. for like Ukraine, like it's like, whoa, these are like how you do an army ad. Like like to get people to recruit a recruitment ad for the military. Like it's just very like, uh, I mean, it's, you may have seen it or not. I would I would look at, you know, just look on YouTube, Ukrainian recruitment ad. It's like, I don't want to be a soldier, but I'm forced to be a soldier. Whereas military ads in the U.S. is like, uh, I'm, I'm the heroes that you don't see. Or uh, we'll give you all these benefits. We'll, we'll pay for your college. Or, you right, know what I mean? Yeah, Something like yeah. that. Yeah, be all you can be. Yeah. In the army, and they're they're like the Ukrainian recruitment ad I is like explicitly is is explicitly, <laughs> you know, it kind of sounds ironic, but it's it's explicitly anti-war, anti-nationalistic, anti-fascist because 
it's sort of like it doesn't glorify war. It it right. just we're being forced to do this. We're being forced we're to being do this, attacked. and that's a recruitment ad from seven years ago. So wow. that was during the conflict conflict in East Ukraine. Uh, yeah. So very interesting. You know, I'm sort of learning more about Ukraine. I'm like, oh, this is a pretty cool country. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would watch like YouTubers like Bald and Bankrupt, you know, and he was recently in Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting to watch him trying yeah. to get out of Ukraine with He others. went in. So he went in and then he went to the border with Ukraine and Russia and he did not think that Russia was going to invade. Because the U.S. and British uh, and U.K. news was like, Russia's, Russia invasion imminent. And then in Ukraine, it was just like chill, like, no, they're not going to invade. So the Ukrainians did not think Russia was going to invade. Yeah. But, you know, the U.S. and the British intelligence, you know, they knew some something. They probably have operatives, CIA yeah, or they must have known MI6. Because they kept like, saying it's imminent any day now, any well, day now. And then it just happened. Yeah. Russia yeah. just always has like 80,000 troops, I think, on the border. And they were just kind of upping the troops. I think they upped it to 150,000. They were moving troops. They moved troops into Belarus. That must have been. And yeah. That must uh, have been the key there. Like, oh, yeah. moving more oh, troops. Oh, so... Yeah. And the online left has had a really weird reaction. We sort of know the reaction from conservatives, which is pro-Russia. Yeah. <laughs> because authoritarians like, yeah, yeah. like authoritarians. We're pro-fascism. Uh, yeah. Their argument is sort of like China's a bigger threat, so we need to team up with Russia. Mm. Okay. I, I think that's stupid, but whatever. Interesting. Uh, li- liberals have that argument and conservatives, but like the online left has had a weird reaction it was sort of like uh tankies which are like the communists were like pro-russian uh then there was like a bunch of my uncle your brother like put it perfectly uh and then there was like a bunch of you know middle eastern people which were really bitter right Mm -hmm. which were like oh you treat ukrainians this way but you don't treat palestinians or yemenis or somalians or syrians or kashmiris uh or afghanis this way you know what i mean and then i I forget what the other one is oh and then like there's just like war hungry sort of liberals that are like yeah war you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like sort of something to get to bring the nation together yeah but it's a bag of tricks yeah. yeah, so really weird reaction. And uh, I started like posting on Instagram because of that, like on my Instagram story to like sort of explain to people, hey, we need to support Ukraine. Like, let's, you know, support <laughs> Ukraine for Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. It, but I, but I think there's something to that. I mean, you know, we do need to look at ourselves, look at what the United States has done right um and does um you know i mean the united states has invaded countries yeah u.s right? is an imperialist power right uh russia is an imperialist power. i don't 
I don't like imperialism, so yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna right. be with the always, underdog always, always, always on the side of the oppressed, always, always, always. Uh, I, we were watching something. What was I watching? Oh, I was watching Vikings, and you when you watch that show, it could just be me, but the protagonists are the Vikings. But when the when they go and you know invade you know, the Christians Mm -hmm. in Britain or whatever, Mm -hmm. or, you know, you know, the Muslims, they did one uh, episode where they went to Spain and they like pillaged uh, the Muslims in Granada or whatever. Mm -hmm. You are rooting for the people being invaded. Well, I am. I'm rooting for the people being invaded. I'm not rooting for these characters that I've been with. Right, the for, protagonist that you're supposed hours. to right that you're yeah. supposed to be rooting for, yeah, yeah, ooh, and they just make you, and it's like no, like no, <laughs> I'm gonna root for the these poor Christians or Muslims being attacked, like they were literally not doing anything, and now they're yeah. they're being attacked. How interesting! And so then you know that makes you wonder about the writers of the show. Was that their intention? I think it was because. Uh, for the Spain one in particular, so sort of in the show, uh, the main protagonist, I'm spoiling it, so go watch it. But the main protagonist, Ragnar, alert. Ragnar uh, is curious about the Christians and wants to learn from them. Right. Right. Yeah. So you sort of get that dynamic I dynamic that. when they went into Spain. uh They went and they pillaged Granada. And the Muslims in the mosque kept praying. They didn't fight back. And one of our characters, they were going to slaughter the, like everybody in the mosque. And one of our characters basically stopped them. One of the Vikings said, no, their faith is like, so he was impressed by their faith. Oh, like wow. they just kept yeah. praying. And he's like, not even the Christians did this. And they basically, uh, basically stopped them from doing that and they left spain and they went on to france and i think they were trying to get to rome or or i think their party split up i don't know it's been it's been a year or something since i saw that but it just like uh i'm always rooting for the underdog and and you should be too if it's appropriate like obviously uh if their ideology is not very good like the Taliban or something, <laughs> you don't, you shouldn't root for them, but right. or ISIS, yeah, Daesh. I'm gonna call them Daesh. I don't like calling them ISIS. Well, and so then that that brings up like so so are those who are on the right just rooting for Russia because they're authoritarian? Yeah. And the the China thing is about oh if we don't That's if excuse. we don't go with them then China's going to team up with them is that what they think? Russia and or China have a weird say? relationship. They don't like each they don't like each other, uh, but they're sort of allies. But I mean, grudgingly, right, right. Well, and but I think of you know um, people that we've seen on television who just keep pushing this, you know. I mean, they they bring up some interesting points 
in which I could go, okay, yeah. I mean, like, for instance, I don't know if they brought up this. I'm going to bring it up. You know, and I'm going to bring it up because it's it's an annoyance, and I hope people are noticing this. Well, okay, so, you know, I mean, I'm Arab, and all my life, anytime there was something going on with the Middle East and the gas prices went up here, it was, you know, oh, it's the Middle East. Oh, it's, you know. Yeah. It's the Arabs. Oh, 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 right? And so they're bad and we have to go invade them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Or because we're invading them, it's, you know, the gas is going up, right? So now this time, it's because of Russia that the gas is going up. It's not the Middle East. And I'm wondering why that is. Why all of a sudden is it the gas is is increasing and it's going up bad. I mean, I haven't looked at it. And I'm a little afraid to, but I was talking to somebody today who said that it was like $6 in San Bernardino County. Well, we, we, we were driving around today, at, or no, yesterday, and it was like, what, $5? And I was like, what the hell? Was it 5 something? 5.38. It was like 5.38 or something. Close, something, yeah. So anyway. And so, then the, the highest gas, the premium was like 5.68, I don't know. So. So I guess my point is, are other people seeing that it's always been the bad Middle Easterners and that's why our gas prices go up because of the bad Middle Easterners and then now it's bad Russians. the bad Russians yeah. and, the, and I didn't even know that they were involved in gas with us. Like I was like, wait, what? It's yeah, always been I the Middle know. East. I don't understand so what's the dynamic that ab- there. What's that about? Well, so, okay, so Ukraine is a huge... They're not a huge oil producer. They have a lot of oil reserves uh, near Crimea. They have a lot of oil reserves near Transnistria, which is a separatist state in Moldova. And Russia, when if they do successfully invade Ukraine, they'll probably invade Moldova. And in the Donbass region, where there was been an ongoing conflict for eight years, there's huge oil reserves there. So that's... Like one reason why Russia Might wants to invade. Invading. So oil Resources. oil makes the the world go round. Yes. And, and then there's like, the people like to get oil. Yeah, they like oil. It's black gold, as they used to call it. Mm. And there's also the strategic importance of there is a mountain range that uh, in Romania and Ukraine and and like stuff like that, and it's sort of the problem with Russia is I was watching a video on this and their like land is like super flat. It's like a stepland, like mm. the Mongols, right? It's a stepland. Mm. And strategically it's hard to sort of, you know, cause there's no mountains. It's hard to like, uh, defend themselves, defend themselves. Mm. So by getting Ukraine, they can easily defend themselves because there's that mountain range that blocks them from Europe. Yeah. So if NATO wanted to invade, which like they're a defensive pact, so they're not going to do that, then, because that would, I mean, that would start World War Three. So it's just like, no. So that's the excuse that Russia's also, Putin's also been giving is that, oh, NATO is, is a threat. And no, NATO was sort of put together. So there's not another World War Two. And, you know, Europe isn't, you know, 
killing everybody and then dragging other countries into it. Uh, so there's that reason too. There's also the reason that Russia wants Black Sea dominance, which would be another potential uh, strategic advantage. Now, they're not allowed to send warships through Istanbul, so through Turkey into the Mediterranean. So they have to send ships through the Black Sea. Well, they have ships in Black... No, the Black Sea goes into the Mediterranean and they're not allowed to use that canal. There's a treaty that is going to oh. end very soon that says if you send like troops through this canal that mm-hmm. Turkey owns and they've owned for thousands of years or hundreds of years, then uh, we could start a war with you, <laughs> basically. So you can't do that. Uh so there's that reason too. The other thing is, uh, I'm trying to think about all this. I have all this info, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you do. The other thing is, Russia is a huge oil producer for Europe. So in the, during the conflict in the beginning, there was several pipelines that blew up, like the Nord pipeline, it's called, or something like that. And they it run one runs into Europe and it feeds most of the oil to Europe. So most people get their oil in Europe from Russia. Now with the US, I, I don't know the US is a huge oil producer too, so I don't know what we have to do. Yeah, I don't know why gas prices are going up. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Is I'm sure just there's a, a reason. Strategic excuse. Well it could just be the oil companies just say, Oh, because guess what? Well, there was well, look a little at this. bit of a pandemic. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. But there was a pandemic. I'm just going to throw this out there, okay? There was a pandemic. People were not driving their vehicles. I had to replace batteries in vehicles at least two or three times because I wasn't driving as much because there was, a, you know, we all had to, like, stay at home for a little bit. And people are, you know, are starting to to travel more and everything. So, oh, okay, we need to make up for all that money that we lost throwing that out once again asking for your financial support well i i think i think (laughs) i think there's a point to that i think one of the points is they want people to hate russia so they're going to raise gas prices for you know all the say it's russia's all the normie they're going to say it's russia's fall and people will join the military and they'll be like i want to kill some russians okay Mm -hmm. so there's that reason but what is interesting is Kazakhstan recently had a revolution in January. Many people don't know this. It was a failed revolution. Uh, basically, what was happening in Kazakhstan... Like a few months ago? January? Yeah, January to this, of this year. Oh. So, well... And Kazakhstan's a huge oil producer, too. Like, Exxon and Mobil are in those... Is... Or... Yeah, is in Kazakhstan. Like, they do oil production in Kazakhstan, like... Mm. Did their prices go up? I don't think so. But anyways, there was a revolution in there. Uh, Basically, what was happening is democracy, like there was these democracy riots because they don't, there's like a dictator there and, you know, the people don't like dictators. So they had uh, protests, not riots, protests all over the country. The police came, they escalated the protests, they turned into riots, right? The police detained 12,000 people. They killed like, 
I want to say 700 or something. Uh, and Russia actually sent 8,000 troops to help with Kazakhstan because the dictator is, you know, in Putin's, you know, breadbasket or whatever. Uh, what's interesting is Russia asked Kazakhstan for troops to send troops in to Ukraine and Kazakhstan said, no, we're not doing that. So Russia helped them, but they don't want to help Russia. Yeah, which is very interesting. interesting. There's, they're remaining neutral. Uh, there's sort of this point being made is that Putin is like sort of sending all the Muslims to die in Ukraine. Putin's always had like a... Wait, what? Wait, yeah. What? He, he's... Wait, what's he doing? Well, he's drafting, you know, there's a draft in Russia. So he's drafting people from like Muslim provinces and also the, is it Chechnya or the Czech Republic? I, I don't remember. Those troops, those Muslim troops are fighting uh, in Ukraine. So he's sort of sending Muslims to the, to the, you know, slaughter. Uh, to be on the front lines. To be on the front lines. Wow. Um, and aren't there Muslims in Kazakhstan? Yeah, Kazakhstan's a Muslim majority country. Right. Uh so yeah, I'm glad Kazakhstan said no. We're not going to help you. Now this is this is all very interesting stuff because Putin has always been very charitable to Muslim and Muslim countries. He's always had nice things to say about Islam, whereas in the US, the US has not had nice things. Like our leaders have said really crappy things. Well, Islamophobia. You know? Yeah. Just saying. But I've been around. Putin either is very smart, like he's just Islamophobic as everybody else, and is hiding it. So that later on, like he knew he was going to invade Ukraine and he needed troops to, you know what I mean? So that's an oh interesting God. connection I've made because just over the years, I'm like, wow, Putin's really nice to Muslims. Like, Why maybe he's a good guy. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? And I'm sure a lot of Muslims think the same thing. Like, oh, you know, the U.S. has fucked with us so much. Right. Putin hasn't used only fucked with Syria and Afghanistan. And, you know, maybe he's sending spies into that should probably be enough, the Middle though. East. You That's know probably I mean? enough. I think I think that probably everybody's like. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's BS. Happening. And don't forget, you know, that. There are others that are dealing with this struggling in the Middle East as well, right? Like this is not not the only game in town. There's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot of wars happening. Yeah, and, and there's a double standard where like, you know, well, you know. It's the only game in town that's we being call, projected on the news at the moment. We call like, yeah, we call Middle Eastern freedom fighters terrorists and then we call Ukrainians freedom fighters. Yeah. Just because they're. European. That's, right. that's right. That reason. does appear like, to be. I was shocked at the State of the Union. You know, everybody is wearing Ukrainian flags. Well, nobody, you know, nobody ever is wearing Palestinian flags. Of course, they're not going to do that. Or, you know what I mean? Or any other flag for that matter. I don't think I've ever seen that. Well, they wear is Israeli flags. Oh, they do? Yeah, people will. Like, Republicans will wear, like, America Israeli pins. That's sort of a thing. Wow, that's interesting. Huh. Yeah. But, you know, the U.S. 
sort of supply Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia to commit genocide on Yemenis. Yes. The U.S. has stabilized Iraq, mm-hmm. has stabilized Afghanistan. Uh, of course, supplies Israel with equipment to genocide Palestinians and has, you know, U.S. has stabilized Libya, just to stabilize the whole Middle East, Africa, South America. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> They've done a lot of bad stuff. Yeah, kind of all over. Russia's done, you know, the same thing because, you know, their economy is terrible and it, it's it's worse now. But they're, you know, and they sort of make up for that with military might. So they go in, you know, we've had so many proxy wars with, with Russia, you know, in, in Vietnam, Korea, uh, where else? Afghanistan, Syria. It's been a proxy war. So like sort of this communism, capitalism mindset that sort of just teeters and totters. And, right. Uh, you know, communism sort of dying out. It's not it's not really a thing. You know, like countries will say they're communists like China, but they're not. They're just state capitalists where the state runs everything. They're, they're not communists. So, you know, they may say they are. And they may just do the whole fervor of communism, like, oh, Mao, Mao's our great-grandfather, you know what I mean? But they're not. You know, same with Vietnam. They're not communists. But I remember when this first, when the fir- the Russian invasion started and and the there's such a scare of World War Three happening uh, that China may invade, right? Um, invade uh, Taiwan. Yeah. And that they may still do that. And <laughs> that there could be nuclear war. I mean, there's so much. Yeah. And I mean, you know, when you think about, you know, um, uh, Hassan Piker had like 150,000 people. Oh, yeah. Watching like him. Watching live. him live on crazy. Twitch when, now, when I, this yeah. was first starting, right? Like, you know, for Which commentary and everything. It's not it's insane. It's amazing to me because it's mostly younger people. And I find that hopeful, you know? To me, that is like, that is like, wow, you know? It, it, because this is hitting a lot of older people. A yeah, lot. for the it's, Cold War. You know, right, exactly. They have memories, right? Memories of co- the Cold War. They have memories of, you know, uh, of 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 having to duck and cover, whatever it is that they had to do just in case, you know, there was a nuclear bomb that went on. You know what I mean? So so uh, this was this was triggering, right? If, uh, you know, if I use that, that term, right? It, it was it was but but you know what i mean it was it was it was upsetting and people were remembering having memories right for me they're you know watching you as a younger person um struggle with this whole um watching you know an invasion occurring in real time was for me bringing back when i was in college right and and the whole invasion of Iraq and, and knowing that, you know, I have family there and, um, and feeling helpless, my grades went down. I, you know, yes, it, they absolutely did. Did, did any professors have compassion for those of us that were Middle Eastern that were struggling? Um, no, they did not. So, uh, if any professors are listening, you know, have compassion for your students. Um, you don't love the spirit of justice. You love your father, the <laughs> devil. <laughs> That's what I have to say to other professors. Yeah. I mean, people 
when 9-11 happened, they wanted revenge. So well, they and, got it. Yeah. And it was revenge on the wrong people because Iraqis well, did nothing. Okay. There, so. was this, there was this funny meme that I saw recently. Uh, it's a U.S. soldier pointing a gun at a uh, Iraqi civilian saying, we're saving you from alt-right nationalism. Then it's an Israeli soldier pointing a gun at a Palestinian civilian and saying, we're saving you from all right nationalism. And then it's a Russian soldier pointing a gun at a Ukrainian civilian. And the Ukrainian civilian says, let me guess. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let wow. me guess. Let me guess. You're now we've seen this time yeah. and time again. Yeah. When the U S went into Afghanistan, right? It actually exported alt-right nationalism to like Afghanistan was pretty, you know, a liberal, pretty liberal Muslim country, and it exported right the right wing nationalism to Afghanistan because it they you know wanted the Mujahideen to fight the USSR, so that's what they did. And then when they invaded Iraq, they let out all the prisoners. They took away everybody's guns because they're like, "We're saving you. We're saving you." They took away everybody's guns, so they couldn't like. Fight the, fight the right wing that was growing right yeah. and they fired all of saddam's military like mm. so highly trained soldiers and they created the daesh or islamic state or isis or whatever the fuck you want to call it and you know as a response to this you know being their country being taken over and the same thing I mean, Palestinians are a little different because they've always had uh, like sort of a left wing approach to freedom fighting. But, you know, Israel created Hamas, which is pretty alt-right. And they're sort of the dominant group that sort of operate. So, you know, What's going to happen in Ukraine is is what I'm thinking because right, what's going to if Zelensky gets assassinated and you know mm. who's going to take over like the alt right nationals are, are are just going to you're just going to create another situation that's like Iraq or Afghanistan, you know? It's just it's just it's ironic to me. It's all well, ironic. It's it's. It, what it says to me is this is 2022 and we are still dealing with people and their their toys that kill. You well, know what I mean? People get bored. That, well, yeah, like this is all about boredom. Like uh, that's, or, I mean, it's not the only thing. That's you know? another thing in the Viking show is basically there's a time of peace in the show and the sons of Ragnar... And the king of all of Norway, you know, they sort of get together and they're sort of sitting at a dining table and there's sort of this, this semblance of peace, but you know, something's going to happen. Right. And the wife of the king of all of Norway basically just says, you boys get bored and Mm. you're going to start fighting each other. And Ivar says she's right we need something to bring us together Mm. let's go invade (laughs) 
the United Kingdom. Let's go invade <laughs> Britain. Right. So right. we don't fight each other because we'll get bored. Let's turn and fight somebody else. Let's turn and we're fight bored somebody else. And, and this is how to unify us. So I wonder what would happen if just uh, if all women were just leaders. You know what I mean? Right, right. Would there not be what as much, happen? you know, wars? I don't know. From your mouth to God's ears. You know, I mean, that, that brings up a good point. Um, because, you know, I mean, again, I, 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 I come back to this 2022. I mean, you know, I think about, I was thinking about Star Trek, right. And I'm like, well, cause I was like, are we ever going to be where we never have war? Like where people just like chillax and, and love one another. And then I'm, I was like, Star Trek started, Hmm. Nah, there's, <laughs> there's lo- lots of fighting going on in Star Trek too. Yeah, you know, and and that's you know, uh, I mean, you know, not that Star Trek is here, but you know, they're fighting aliens though. They're right. Not, so the humans maybe aren't okay. fighting each other. Right. Like, it, and it's very multicultural on on the Enterprise. I mean, yeah. you know, you got all sorts of different uh, races hanging out there yeah. and working together. Humanoids, different humanoids. Right. There aren't some others on Deep Space Nine. I'd say it's more multicultural. Like, there's a lot oh, of white okay. people on. I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. For like the '90s, it was pretty good. Yeah. I don't know what you're referring to. I don't know. It's all a blur. It's all <laughs> amalgamation. Star to. Trek. It's called Star Trek. Anyway, Star but Trek, the point. Yeah. But the point being that you know. I mean, that's looking at a future that it's not necessarily dystopian, right? No, it's, it's a utopian. It's utopian, but it's got future. elements of. I haven't of seen the newer war. Star Trek, by the way, so they're probably a lot, you know, more multicultural. But yeah, they're fighting aliens and stuff. Right. So does there always have to be an alien on this Earth? I well, mean, there, you know, Next Generation, Star Trek Next Generation with Jean Luc Picard, they're yeah. not really. They don't Jean-Luc. do a lot of war in that. It's a lot of like weird alien stuff, like sort of aliens, like like weird entities or weird viruses or just different things that create conflict. It's not always war. Like there was a threat of the Cardassian war or something like the Cardassians. Not Cardassian, Cardassian, y'all. Cardassian. Not Cardassian. Not, Cardassian. Not. Wait a minute. <laughs> Cardassian. <laughs> Uh, so there's like that deep space nine, they went to war with the Delta quadrant. So that was like a pretty war mongery, uh, deep space nine is my favorite. I don't care what anybody says. Okay. <laughs> it's the middle child <laughs> and I don't nine. care. It is the best. <laughs> I love it. I, okay. Anyways, there's Voyager, right? Voyager. They're at, they're at war with the Borg. Um, you will assimilate. You will assimilate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the Enterprise, the new, uh, new one, or that came out in 2001 or something. Well, even they like Star Wars. Star, yeah, Wars. Star Wars. There's always some but Star fascist Wars government is, trying to take over the world. Yeah. Star Wars is a bit of like, it's dystopia. Like, they're not going to admit it, but it's. It's a little bit of a dystopian, you know, post-apocalyptic future. 
in a sense. Mm. I mean, I could get into the whole Star Wars lore, but you, you know, because there's, I'm just not going to get into it. It's fine. <laughs> we'll save it for it's a different podcast. Very. <laughs> we'll do Ladies a whole summon. It's going to be very good. We got him. We got him. <laughs> Uh, are you uh, gonna do all your memes and then they're gonna hear them all and then they're gonna wait for you know it's happening bigly (laughs) when is Devin gonna do his little meme i'm i want to i haven't done this this, there's two i haven't done okay save them should i save them save them or should i press it no don't do it don't press the button should i press it don't press the button wait a minute (laughs) got you (laughs) you already did that one yeah i know no, don't press it not this one don't do it don't this do is it very sensitive like you could just don't tap, do it. put a don't little pressure stop <laughs> finger off okay <laughs> all right there's this big button y'all that says record and it's green when you're good to go it just and it's red you. when you're recording it just wants you to push it it, it is like, so cool i mean me. this is there are so many colors on this thing it yeah. is so they it's like a rainbow they know their it's audience beautiful they know beautiful. their audience and i actually set these colors these aren't the default. I set them to the way I want it, so I remember. Like oh. I color coded the memes. Oh, you can do that. Yeah. So like that's cool. Uh, Alex Jones is like purple. Devin created because I associate the color J with purple. I associate like oh. colors with stuff. So oh, justice, like you don't you don't love the spirit of justice. You love your father, father the devil. Right. He's you know. You don't love the spirit of says. justice. You love your father, the devil. But justice is the overarching <laughs> theme in that in that cliff of Alex Jay Jones. Jay somehow purple. is purple. Yeah. Those of us that love G, purple are a little offended by G this. G is green. So ladies and gentlemen, we got him as green. And then Bernie, Bernie's campaign was blue. Oh, so I just did G. blue. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 And then, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Trump is pink, I, you know, because... He's an orange Oompa Loompa, so. Yeah, he should be orange. That's really interesting. You yeah, but the orange doesn't look. I mean, women for Trump is pink. <laughs> There's that or, or the movement against. Well, anyway, forget it. I'm going to go down another rabbit, rabbit hole. hole. So okay, what were we talking there. about? We were talking about. We were talking about Star Trek, and you were about to talk about Star Wars, and we decided and I stopped not to myself do that because I would have, I would have, you know, I'm a huge. Would Star have been Wars another fan. hour of Star Wars. Yeah, y'all. yeah. I saved you all. I saved you. That no, was, Devin saved us. What it yeah. Been. yeah, yeah. Um, no, but Star Wars is awesome. So, but how interesting because you know there's there's Star Wars at land at Disneyland and now they're creating a new hotel where you can you know it looks so live your don't own don't even get me started live it your own five thousand dollars for that right it's I really saw expensive. the I saw the video okay I it looks well it there look are good. YouTubers that as we speak right now are are going to go there and they are going to give us their real impression look my legs shaking I'm getting irritated just <laughs> It's, it's not worth, worth five. I'm sorry. It's it's maybe five hundred at most. You're only there for two nights and five thousand dollars. Are you kidding me? You fucking idiots. <laughs> okay. I Devin, hate Disney. You're getting. I know. No, you don't. You. I mean, you have a love. I hate the corporation. Yeah, you have Disney. a love hate love hate relationship and all their racist cartoons. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna get on another tangent now, so let's not do that. <sighs> okay. Back to 
Russia world. and Ukraine and so the world. Stuff. And are we? <laughs> but no. But the 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 fact of the matter is, is I mean, I think this is highly complicated, right? It's a little bit boredom. It's a little bit, I got to defend myself. It's a little bit, I want oil. It's a little bit, I'm just, you know, a fascist dictator type who wants to, yeah, who wants to just, you know, spread my man spread or whatever, right? Like, Mm. you know, I think about when I was on an airplane, oh God, (laughs) and I had two I was in between two men who were manspreading the whole time. It was the worst. And I know, like paid the upgrade because I did not want to experience. They that weren't again. manspreading because of you. That's just what they did. They weren't. They were manspreading because of each other. Yeah, yeah. that's the reason. Right. Because when I was and in middle I was school, like all, you know, I was like, "Do they not see that well, I'm like, yeah, you were there? a factor, but they were, you know, competing with each other because yeah. you know." Even in the natural world, the natural order of things, you know, lions fight over, you know, the female. That's just that's just how it goes. And they're always fighting. It's the males that are fighting. Right. But we are human beings, Devin. Yeah. I know we're animals, <laughs> but for God's sake, it's 2022. I'm back to it's 2022. This is not 1940s. This is 2022. But we, we haven't like we're changed. We're in a new century. We haven't changed. Clearly. We haven't. I, we were more civilized when we were hunters and gatherers, probably. Because people didn't, like... I don't, I don't know if that's true, but what I do... That's my uh, analysis, is that... We've gotten more sophisticated with our... Well... Messing with countries. Tribes were separate stuff. when we were hunters and gatherers. Like... A, a tribe was miles away and you know when you'd greet them your natural inclination wasn't to fight it was just like oh hi how are you you know what i mean it just Unless. but then civilizations got up and then we started building well, laws it, and it, saying you know the code of hammurabi was like that's your land and that's your land and you know what i mean and well, here's the laws that dictate and the and land this is my resources mm-hmm. are you coming to steal my resources yeah. right like think about it right Food, water is a resource, big, big, bigly resource. Uh, oil apparently is this thing that apparently we need. <laughs> you know, I mean, so you know, one uh, at one point, and still, humans are apparently a resource, right? Yeah, it's still happening today. Flavoring. So we've got so we've got so much going on, and. So I return to my question, you know, like I have to live in a place of hope. And yet when I see this, I'm like, how do I provide hope to others that it's going to be okay? And, you know, I mean, what did you say? I mean, over a million already, over a million refugees. Yeah. Well, a lot of them are already. People are staying to fight, you know? Well, they're. Okay, so there was a there. Uh, I don't want to say mandate. What is a what is a martial law, right? Implemented, which to me kind of you know made you know me go like, wait, what? I get a little prickly about that. Um, that if you're age eighteen to sixty, you you need you to stay. To, you have yeah, to stay and fight. fight. So think about like, I don't like that. That's the part that I don't like, um, at all. Like I just I just like you know. Yeah, I'm sorry. 
that Why I don't are you think, implementing martial law? I don't right think away? anybody's enforced that. Maybe in some parts they have. I don't know. I don't think they have because people are just, you know, they're letting people go over the border with their like family, you know, men that are 18 That's to 60. I think that was a, a symbolic, you know, please stay and fight. For our country. Yeah. I think that's what it was. That's good. I remember Stephen Colbert doing a bit on it that was really funny. He was like, I'm flattered and (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't do this. (laughs) So, yeah. You'd be fine. You could do it. You can do it, Stephen. Yeah. You can do it, Colbert. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But, you know, this whole whole idea of, you know, here, here we are and... Yeah, people are fighting. People are, I mean, you know, they're doing, what do they call them? Moloch something? Molotov cocktails? Yeah, whatever that is. They're like, oh, yeah, bartenders that. have become, they're, they stopped making beer. They're making Molotov cocktails now. Yeah. And so they're doing that. So they're funny. doing, you know, they're, they're, yeah, I they're mean, just they're, handing out guns to people. And then at the same time, there are people who are like, you know, uh, it, it was interesting. We saw earlier today that people, it was on, um, it was on Vice, I think, wasn't it, or something mm-hmm. that we saw, you know, a reporter there, um, uh, and and the siren would go off, right? Like yeah, you need to go siren. underground, right? And then mm-hmm. people were like, it, it was one of the towns, and they're walking around and everything, and then the next thing you know, people are going underground, mm-hmm. you know, because the the sirens are going off, um, and then. You know, and so then you wonder, what does that mean? Does that mean that Russia is getting closer and they're going to attack there and then all these people are going to become refugees? I mean, it's just, and then there are those who are not, they're not going over the border. They're just moving more west, west, right? And they're like, okay, well, we're just going to really relocate west because we don't want to leave Ukraine. So there's a mixed bag of, you know, those who are fighting, those who are, I'm going to stay in my home until such time as they come here and then there are those that are like migrating west will they be forced to go over the border as well yeah well ukrainians have sort of lived with this sort of cloud of war that russia at any time can invade you know what i mean Mm -hmm. them Mm-hmm. So they've they've for like thirty years. Can you imagine? For less than thirty years, they've living been with that or fear. more, more than I'll say more. For some of them, that would be all their life that they just well I knew this was a possibility. There was he was interviewing one uh, civilian soldier, the vice person, and you know obviously they know or more about their history than I do, and they're saying for like fifteen hundred years the Russians have been oppressing them. So th- this isn't new. They they they're finally a sovereign state, and they want to fight for their sovereignty. Right. And the whole world is supporting them. So they want to fight for their freedom. Everybody literally wants that. Literally nobody. Everybody wants that. Nobody is supporting Russia. Like we're putting sanctions on Russia. IKEA is leaving Russia. Right. Intel, Nvidia. Volkswagen, Mercedes is going to stop sending cars. Boeing is going to stop sending planes. PayPal's leaving. MasterCard and Visa, they're they're changing stuff. Like just all these like companies are are just leaving. And and it doesn't like the problem with sanctions is it 
hurts the Russian people. It doesn't hurt Putin. Putin's yeah. the bad guy here. Exactly. It's, it's not the Russian people. Like it's not hurting the. It's not hurting. He's got uh, somebody at one point said he might be the richest man in the world. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, he might be. But but whether it's true or not, he's got billions more than all his people. You yeah. know, he'll be fine. The Russian soldiers, they don't even want to fight. They won't even they won't even be there. Right. And then people that were um you know, taking a chance by protesting in the streets, like I remember yeah. fifteen hundred the first time they protested, fifteen hundred people got arrested it's three thousand now and maybe more it's like people are are taking to the streets because they know that this is wrong the russians you know and and then you've got people in the united states going and attacking russian uh stores and restaurants yeah it's not and you know like what is this it's like leave them alone for god's sake they're the biggest victims of putin's you know but you know what that's regime. what happens right that's what happens and and so every time you do sanctions it hurts the people like anytime there was anything anytime going you on raise in the gas East, prices people get angry towards you right. know russian people in yeah this country. and then they're gonna take it out on them. i mean it's we like so had stupid. a restaurant we had a restaurant you don't learn we had a restaurant in the when was it the 80s i think and um Anytime something happened in the Middle East, what would happen? You answer the phone, we get a bomb threat. Somebody comes in, says they're going to mess up your place. You know, the, mm-hmm. people turn their anger towards you. You have nothing to do with what's happening over there and what they're angry about, but they're going to threaten to kill you anyway, right? And they're going to hurt you and try to harm you and, um, and, and, terrorize you like yeah. you know that's terrorism mm-hmm. i you know i was terrorized by people doing that and i had to continue working and just just you know saying saying okay we just received yeah. this phone call okay whatever and what do we do right you just you um, develop have to make a living skin. yeah that's and, what happens and it's scary it's scary yeah um and yet here <sighs> So here we have, you know, people in this country who are Russian who are being attacked because they have a Russian business, right? And people know they're Russian. Just and, just because they're know. ethnically Russian. Yeah. Or they speak Russian. Like, right? you don't choose where you're born. Leave them alone. But leave them alone, okay? Yeah. Leave them alone. We uh, need their food. We need their... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, come on, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, there, there we go. So, you know, yes, you can be pro-Ukrainian and be anti-Putin. Yeah, not anti-Russian. Not anti-Russian. And that's the, that's the difference, right? We're never anti, you know, like were they they, anti-Saddam? No, it wasn't being anti-Saddam. It was anti-Iraqis. We got them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's, that's what's the problem is that human beings need to think a little more deeply about these things. You well, why are you blaming what why are you using it as an excuse to attack people, right? Well, and, I, and I'll say the same thing to, you know, all my Middle Eastern brothers and sisters is we can still support Ukraine and support Palestine and Iraq and Yemen and small like a lot of people are just mad that other people are supporting Ukraine. 
and, and no, it's you, you can. I don't do know both. if it's that. I think that there are. I think there's supporting Ukraine, and it's saying, and wow, people, how about also supporting all these others? Because you're, you're you were like you pointed out, right? So quick to rally behind Ukraine, and yet you're not rallying behind any of these others who are also dealing with the same thing or yeah. have in the past, right? Like, so it's more of let's all be a little more critical, critical, right? Critically, critically think, be a little more introspective, and and name it. And they're naming it, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're naming it because it's based on racism, right? Yeah. You know, like you pointed out, at the border, Poland, Poland, not allowing refugees that were non-European, Af- in, yeah, right? Nigerian students, Indian exactly, students. exactly. Well, even from the in- India, from yeah, yeah, Africa, even the Indian right? embassy in Ukraine wasn't allowing their students to go into the embassy because how embassies work in wars, uh, they're like neutral ground. You're not supposed to attack embassies, so. But you know, it it's you know, weird. racism is real, and um, and so and and so th- it, it's just a matter of let's think about these things, you know. So I think that that people bringing it up is so critical because we don't just stop thinking, you know. I hear what you're saying, Devin, and at the same time, I'm yeah, like, I just why can't we? Why can't it be a both end? Why can't it be? Yes, well, I support just, them. And I want to point out the hypocrisy that's out there because it's out there and it's been out there, right? Yeah, I, I just, I don't see like that. I see more like what aboutism coming from people like, oh yeah, Ukraine, what about this? You know what I mean? Right. And then not supporting Ukraine. Well, I mean, I could sit here and say, yeah, this and what about climate change, which is a real threat. <laughs> <laughs> nuclear I mean, fallout what about yeah. climate change I know, right i mean I, I you know we we sit here and we just but it you know it's the truth there's a wait lot a minute. of it's, wait a minute there's a lot of what abouts there i mean there really are there yeah. really are and but and we a, live in a, it's world, a conversation but it's not an either or right but it's not an either or world like there are still people that are working on the climate change thing and they're not going to stop doing that because all eyes uh, you know are on ukraine and now that's what we have to do right it's it's okay i've got to do this at the same time and maybe i see the intersectionality between wow pandemic maybe somebody's a little bored sitting in his castle right i i I personally think he's been planning it for years but yeah. yeah He's been planning it for years. And then maybe now he's like oh, a little bored. Maybe boredom has to do with it. I don't know. I, you know, <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there as a one of many well, reasons, you know. Hassan um, Minaj said something in his, I, I forget what his show is called. Oh, um, God, that's a good show. What is that called? Oh, my gosh. I we haven't know. seen it in a while. But, well, he's no new season. So, you know. Oh, no. Well, um, Wait, what? So don't worry about it. Okay. He said that you can only do so, like you can only, you know, only focus on so much, so many, like, issues out there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like we can't do it can't all. Can't focus on every single. Otherwise, thing. we'll right. implode. And that, that's basically what he was saying. But my point is, you don't have to put down 
another struggle for freedom, you know, which is what I was seeing. Like, well, it's all interconnected. Well, yeah, like that's oh, that's a big point. Is we Ukraine? Are, no, no. But listen, like you, you know, you're like putting out down Ukraine, but a lot of Ukraine, like they export most of the grain to the Middle East, so the Middle East is going to suffer. They're well, not going to get bread and stuff so, like that. Okay, so you and I have so had like, a different experience and a different interpretation of what we've seen out there. Like, I'm not seeing a, you know, either or. It's Ukraine and it's a both and argument. And we also have this. And everybody check yourself. Mm-hmm. Check your racism. Your internalized racism. Well, I'm seeing the more Internalized negative white stuff, supremacy. I no. guess. On the internet. That's what I'm seeing. Okay. Well, I don't know what you're seeing, but what I'm seeing is, is yes, be with the Ukraines and on the side of the oppressed. And there's all these other, uh, all these others who have been oppressed. And why don't you check yourself and say, huh, I was so quick to rally behind these people and not these people. And why? That's all. They're just asking the questions. They're just bringing up. Because these are deep thinkers, and this is this is what we do. And mm-hmm. as you know, um, as uh, Arabs, we we tend to talk politics a lot, and yeah. that's what we do. And so, you know, you're not going to bring up, not like leave out the obvious. Like you're going to bring this stuff up. It's obvious. It's obvious to us. Maybe it's not obvious to everybody, but it is obvious to us that like, uh huh, and. What about Wait these others? A minute. That's right. Wait a minute. Absolutely. Wait a and minute. yeah, there was something I was going to say that I lost. So, well, I was, I, I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think like, I don't, I don't like imperialism like at all. So, you know, I remember what I was going to say. I agree. And the the sort of seeing how things are connected, right? So I heard, I don't know if it was today or yesterday or whenever, that there were um, those from Ireland going oh, to yeah. fight with Ukraine. Was there? there wasn't yeah. there like a prime minister or PM, Irish PM, I don't, I don't know. He, he made a speech about recently... About oh you guys support Ukraine but you don't support Palestine. Uh, oh yeah, because they're yeah they're supportive of the Palestinians because they see they see the connection right. Yeah, it's they see all it. about because they were oppressed by the Brits and they invasion, still are. oppressions. Yeah, it's all the same thing, and it's all based on these. Um, I don't know what else to call it. Fascist ideals like these, these, you well, know. the thing is like Israel has a huge, like just apparatus against the, the Palestine. Like they've had it, you know, since they were start, like, so they have this huge media apparatus to make you hate Palestinians. You know, the same. Well, billions of dollars are spent on Islamophobia. Yeah. Billions of dollars. In, and like in Kashmir, Islamophobia. in Kashmir and in India, the it, the Hindu nationalists in India who like run India right now, they spend so much money on, you know, to make you hate 
the Muslims in India. And the same of which thing. which there are many. It's like like the second largest country with Muslims or something like that. There's like 14 million Muslims in India, I think. Right? Yeah, I think so. I don't I don't know. I just remember somebody. I think it's 14 million. And there's like 8 million of them are in Kashmir. And then you have like China, you know, they're yeah. genociding the Uyghur. Uyghurs. And they have a huge media apparatus to where the point where like U.S. citizens don't think it's happening. You know, they, they just right. they spend so much money making you think something else. And the same thing in the U.S. Like we spend so much money in the U.S. or like well, the people don't. But, you know, the government and the right wing media and left wing media or liberal media, I'll say, which I, I think is pretty right wing anyways. But um, it's right wing for me. They spend a lot of money making you hate You're Iraqis. Mainstream. Yeah, yeah, mainstream media yeah. is what I'm saying. Um, right, exactly. And so, I mean, yeah. So. And, and so my point is, Ukraine, yeah, Russia Today, RT, has a huge media apparatus, but. Oh, is that there? They media? haven't. RT? RT is their Russian state oh. media. Yeah, okay, so people. RT is Russian state media. Do not that, trust it <laughs> when they, when you, you know, see it on articles and things like yeah, that. Yeah, right? don't and videos. Take it with a grain of salt right now. Okay, yeah. I mean, you should always take any news with you, a grain of salt. With a grain of salt, always. Um, yeah, and then do unless your own you research. Unless you did the like, unless you are the journalist and you witnessed that with your own eye. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but especially Russian state media, because they're gonna, you know. They're not going to say anything bad about their government. Same thing with China. It's not going to say anything about, bad about their government. Uh, because in journalists in China are disappearing and everything. Yeah. As well, right? Uh, in the U.S., it works differently because, like, we're all private institutions. But, like, CNN's still, like, not going to say anything super terrible. You know what I mean? About, uh, the like... But it's not comparable to like Russian media or like China media. It's just not comparable. Like the U.S. is just has a very diverse outlet of media, and we have the First Amendment. But you know, thank God for that. Yeah. <laughs> thank God for the First Amendment, which right. is now being trying to be squashed. But we'll do deal with that in another uh, podcast. But anyways, what I'm saying is Russia hasn't spent like years and years. They haven't spent you know vilifying the ukrainians and sort of the russian people don't uh well i mean their russian like media doesn't isn't this huge apparatus that goes into europe and the u.s and all that stuff the u.s media which vilifies the entire middle east right and muslims has hegemony over the entire globe you know it has hegemony over everything whereas russian state media doesn't have that hegemony because they're not the you know the world superpower they are a world superpower militarily but they're not the world superpower which is the united states and maybe that's another reason maybe they want to be oh of course they want to be they're such an insecure nation so of course so here we are yeah <laughs> 
Putin's maybe it's really about insecure. us. About what? America. It's always about America. Right. So maybe that's what it's really about. Like, like, come on, I dare you. You know, you know, oh, what's that oh, game we were talking so? about? That game chicken, right? That game chicken. Oh, and yeah, I was chicken. explaining to you about how you can do chicken well, people will do chicken with cars and you're like wait a second that's a game that you play where you're on the shoulders of somebody and in, in the in the pool and push each you, know, you try off. to push yeah. each other off and i said yes and it's also a game where people will play chicken where they're heading their vehicles toward one don't do this at home kids don't mm. do this this is stupid this is stupid yeah because you should always be the chicken in that scenario yeah because otherwise called the alternative is, is death. death yeah you know but anyway um it, you know so i mean you know so anyway so there so maybe it's maybe it's also about that like like trying to coax coax us into world war three and oh here's what i wanted to say too that i've been thinking about how come this didn't happen when trump was president well <laughs> That's Russiagate, right? Didn't uh, Putin help him win the election? Mm. So Putin was kind of, or Trump was kind of Putin's, uh, yeah, what's it called? Dog or whatever. Well, but do you see what I'm saying? Like, are things sort of planned? Like, oh. Okay, so now Trump's no longer president. Okay, so now we're going to because look at it's really yeah. I I just like I think things are planned usually. Why why didn't he invade when Trump was mm-hmm. in office? Mm-hmm. That's what I don't understand. Like there's this argument that like like him and Trump are like friends, but there's this argument that people are saying is like Trump would have sent the nukes immediately. Or something, and I'm like, but they're they're friends. Yeah, I don't see that. So, well, and then Trump Trump himself does the whole like, you know, oh, this didn't happen on my watch. You know what I mean, type of thing, and like, oh, Joe Biden is so dumb. You know what I mean, and and so it's like, you know, okay, all right, yeah, let's let's take a look at that. Why didn't why didn't it? minute it's right absolutely wait a minute why now why now right um that's my favorite one by the way Mm -hmm. it is your favorite well because you always say that wait a minute yeah yeah you sound cute when you say it wait a minute i do a very good child voice Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm a good voice that should be my ringtone Wait, when you get a text, oh my god, I'm gonna do that now. Wait a minute. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, it's a crazy world. It absolutely is, and will it ever be utopian? That's what I want to know. I mean, I have to believe that we can somehow well you want my honest opinion i think nukes at some point will be used in this conflict oh my god that's what i think you think it's going to escalate to that yeah it could just be look russia is doing badly in ukraine he thought it was going to be way faster he's going to take it over really fast and he's not okay 
Yeah, the, but the, the U.S. But, but NATO war, is still sending. War generates co- economies, so that's that's. Well, why. it's hurting his economy now. Everybody's blocking him from. Well, I'm sure it's going to help our economy because if we give them all sorts of toys to uh, weapons. Well, we're just giving. We're just giving. We're, they're not buying weapons. We're just giving it to them. Oh, so that's not going to help us. I don't know what's going to happen, but nukes have advanced pretty well there's like nuclear landmines there's nuclear artillery like and and russia has like 221 nuclear artillery units and they're just like you can literally hold the nuke in your hands load it into the artillery and fire it and it'll create a bomb like as big as hiroshima hiroshima you know so we have we have much bigger nukes now and like the technology's evolved to where like somebody could very easily use a nuke in this conflict wow not like a missile nuke but you know (laughs) so i I think there will be uh i think a nuke may be used at some point that's what i think now i'm probably wrong but uh inshallah but you are wrong because we don't want that to happen. No, no, yeah, hopefully I'm wrong. Well, and and you can see then why there are those who are, you know, afraid of it and why this well, is I'm not so wor- I don't think it'll lead to affecting world- people so much. I don't think it'll lead to World War 3, but you know, you can just like nukes are easy to use at this point. But, you know, there are those who are afraid. What if he just keeps going? Like it's not just Ukraine and yeah, he's gonna everybody around and you just go I Poland, think he'll stop. Hungary, no. right, right? Like I think know. he'll stop at Moldova. He'll take Ukraine, stop at Moldova. Uh I oh I'd oh be like, Oh, I'm done. He may take some like uh territory I mean, in like Estonia or something. There there is a uh city that's already occupied at least, right? What is? At least one. In if Ukraine. Not more, yeah. Yeah, Kharkiv, Chernobyl, uh, I think Odessa, they took maybe, I don't know. There's insurgencies everywhere. We don't really know what's happening. There's a lot of war propaganda going on from Ukraine and from Russia. So we don't really know it's true. And that's the most difficult part is like we're over here. We don't know what's the hell's happening Yeah, because there's a lot of propaganda. Yeah. Uh, not good not good at all exactly and so i i think that a nuke will be used at some point my goodness Devin. (laughs) that's my opinion can't can't we leave with a little hope no no that's that's like star wars versus star trek huh i don't think it'll lead to world war three but if there was a nuke used, don't you think World War Three would start? Hello, no, not Hello? necessarily. Yeah, no, because people would be afraid of what would be the repercussions. If of that. look, I hope Putin's not listening to this. But if he uses a nuke on a rural part of Ukraine, uh, the U.S. and NATO may stop sending weapons to Ukraine. So there's that strategic. He's probably thought of this. There's that strategic element. Why where would they stop? Because he. Would, I would think they'd send he's, more. He shows his determination in conquering Ukraine, and he shows 
that he has no hesitation when using a nuclear oh, weapon. So they would be like, okay. So they would pull back and okay. they'd say, oh, okay, okay, guy, just take it. This yeah, guy's fucking crazy. Yeah. Now, with nukes, I think Russian politics is different. Like, with our politics, uh, there's just some guy with a case and the code for the case and just gives it to the president. With them, he has to go to, like, the Kremlin. Putin has to go to the Kremlin and request to use a nuke. Now... I'm sure he has like bodyguards that could just do it by force, but you know, there's that political element to, I think, uh, Russian politics. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's really, everything is really uncertain and a nuke probably won't be used. I hope a nuke won't be used, but let's acknowledge that there is a very strategic element to using a nuke. Russia at this, you know, point doesn't want to hurt the infrastructure of Ukraine because they want to take it over and they want to occupy it. Yeah. So they don't seem to be like doing a lot of shelling. Whereas like if we see with modern warfare in the Middle East, the U.S. just doesn't care about the infrastructure, doesn't care about the people and just bombs, just carpet bombs, you know. And in Vietnam, they did the same thing. They just napalmed because they didn't want to occupy it. They just, you know. They didn't care about the resources infrastructure. Yeah. They didn't care about the infrastructure. Russia cares. They want the territory, you know, but it's going to, it's going to cost Putin billions of dollars and so much resources. He may just have to, um, cut Ukraine in half into East Ukraine and and West Ukraine, like East Berlin and West Berlin. Mm -hmm. Uh, He may do that. Just cut it in half. Like the Ukrainian geographically, the Ukrainian, uh, like there's a river that like runs mm-hmm. through and cuts runs it, in, it yeah. cuts it in half. And so he could just do that. And then in another lifetime, one of his successors will try and take, you know, Ukraine. Well, maybe next time we didn't get into it this time, but maybe next time we could unpack a little bit about the symbolism of you know, that there are so many Jewish peoples that live there and and we have somebody who is invading that is acting like a Nazi himself. Yeah. And then projecting onto them that they're the Nazis, the, you know? The the so Prime Minister of Ukraine is Jewish. That. All like the leaders are Jewish. But you know, it's you like know. a it's almost like a refuge. For Jewish peoples in Europe, right? Because you said, you know, they're very accepting and, you know, um, and. they Yeah, they're very accepting, you know, right? compared to the other European countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, the sim- symbolism of all of that, right? Like, yeah, huh, you know, being I'm exiled sure, once again. Right. And I'm sure Putin. And Moses, you know what I mean? Where is Moses? We need Moses. Yes, we do. We need Moses. Yeah, so... Uh, well, let's hope uh, we get to do another pol- podcast before nuclear fallout happens. Um, okay, Devin. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I am joking, obviously. Wait a minute. I'm joking. Okay, it's okay. a joke. Yes. Okay. Okay. Devin. Okay. It's a joke. Joke. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. We're going to take a collective breath uh-huh. because Devin's scaring us. I'm not scaring. I'm not scared. I'm perfectly fine. Okay. I'm content. <laughs> <laughs> if if uh, LA gets nuked tomorrow, I'm like, well, shit, dude. Oh, Should have bought goodness. property in New Zealand. Like, Should've. fuck, dude. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm fine. Now, there's I have a my prime kitties. minister. There's a prime minister doing some things right in New Zealand. Yeah. Let's, you know, we don't have time to get into that. We don't have another hour I like New to get Zealand. into New Zealand. I think we should, the U.S. should invade Canada next. What? We should annex Canada. Wait. <laughs> I'm just, what? I'm just kidding. Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm just kidding. We already have those truckers that were over there doing whatever they were doing. I know. We've, we've exported the brain rot. Lord have mercy. To, to Canada. Oh, it's really... Goodness. It's really sad. We'd have to free them anyway. Yeah. It's happening. It's happening bigly. Bigly. Bigly in Canada. Very bigly. He's, yeah. Oof, they're dealing with some stuff anyway. We don't have time to get into all of that. Yeah, we don't have time. Anyways, no. it's, it's been too long. I keep yawning. Uh, buy some iodine. at nighttime. Okay. You know, uh, get a bunker or something. Uh, hopefully we get to see you guys in the, or, you know, you can hear us in the in the next podcast oh my god i can't speak right now get a bunker okay Devin. (laughs) iodine and bunkers all right okay very bigly okay bigly ladies and gentlemen we got him we got him (laughs) i I may need to fix that because the we got him part's a little like too spaced out i need to like clip it clip it more all right all right everybody i hope you enjoyed this episode of the Beat Beat. I'm your host, Devin A.C. Dada, and this has been The Beat Beat. <laughs>